Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? It's 532. Happy Monday to you and yours, and happy Monday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning, bud. How the heck you doing over there, my oh, friend? I'm doing just fine, man. Anybody on the lawn shooting stuff at us? No, oh, good, no, okay. no, uh, no attacks pending okay. today. That we know of. Yeah, no, we can... Uh, you can stay comfortable. As comfortable that as you can be. Of. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Yes. I did laundry yesterday. Okay. And uh, you ran you your jeans like that first, yep. right after the wash. Real tight. Yeah, you're a little snug. Yeah. I'm fat as hell, too, but the jeans out of the laundry, <laughs> a little snug. <laughs> I saw you wearing sweatpants today, and I was like, ah, I'm jealous. I should have texted and said, dude, it's a sweatpants day. It's a no bones day? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> no bones day for us is a sweatpants day. Okay. Yeah. Now, let me know next time, because, yeah, I don't want to be the solo sweatpant guy. Yeah, that's fair. So when you're going to wear them, shoot, okay. me a, I'm, shoot me a note. I'm back to wearing underwear, which is great. That's a great start. Yeah, but- uh, Quite in the buttons and zippers territory yet. Yeah, some of the jeans that the, the, yeah. they sit on the incision there. Yeah, so the, it's doing. I mean, it'll be four weeks. I was tomorrow, gonna say we're about so. to be four weeks out tomorrow so. from from surgery day. I'm, I'm back. I'm I'm doing I'm doing most things. Mm-hmm. I'm doing most things. Which Still is not lifting pumpkins. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, not doing that. Um, we the kids finally did get to carve them. Man, they there's something about carving pumpkins that yeah. just makes kids go wild. Yeah. I always they, remember it being a really big deal. They were so pumped for it, and I even I even threatened because we they've they got these giant pumpkins, we got these little ones, and I was mm-hmm. like, why don't we keep the big ones whole? Mostly because yeah. I was like, I can't carry them right now. It'll be your mother that has to carry them. <laughs> like, we'll just carve the little ones, Hell and they're no. like, like no, I gotta see what's in that. We're carving the biggest one. And I said, fine, you're gonna have to scoop the whole thing out yourself. They spent like two hours. Each scooping out their whole, which was great because like I just sat there. It was like, yeah. awesome, great, great. you. Knock yourselves out. Yeah. But, scoop yourself tired. But then we scoop yourself tired. That's an album title, right? Is it? Yeah. From band number 111. 111. Yeah. I'm going to pull this up here. Sorry, I didn't have it open. No, I know. That's okay. 111 brings scoop. us Scoop Yourself Tired, the first album from Good Horn Brothers. Good Horn Brothers. Actually, I kind of I think that would scoop yourself tight. That's right. Uh, so then I made the mistake though of agreeing yeah. to do pumpkin seeds after. Oh. And let what a you fool. freaking process, you fool. man. <laughs> the process of the of the yeah. separating, then they've got to soak for a little bit, then you have to like pat dry them, the oil, salt, pepper. Effort for the yield, I, mean, sir, I was just about to say, the return is, all of a sudden you're looking, you're like, oh, this is like one sitting worth of yeah. pumpkin seeds that yeah, are they, fine. They sell these, eh? Like, yeah. Like 250 at the store. Uh, that's what I mean, right? <laughs> if you're like, and I feel like next year the same yeah. thing will happen, though. I'll forget by oh, now. Yeah, they'll be fine. And I'll, I'll start do- doing the process. Daddy oh, will roast them. Right. This mm. is terrible. The amount of effort. And for what you get in return. Yeah, tack on a Homer Simpson. Can't someone else do it yeah. when it comes to pumpkin seeds? That has to be the worst return on <laughs> to, investment. To do it yourself. Is, is it, and, and it doesn't, it's not like it tastes better. I'm sure right? there's some folks who enjoy the process, but. Uh, is there? I don't know. Someone don't, oh, someone out there. Like it, some baking pioneer, your own pie. Some pioneer woman or something. Making your own homemade pizza, <laughs> sure. right? Those are things that yeah. are going to be more expensive. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, you can at least make I accomplished at this. At the end, you have a pizza. Yeah. This is like, not. They, this, they just don't taste that much better for the amount of work you put in. Did the kids eat them? Yeah, they did. All right. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were like. some left, isn't there? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah. It's the worst. What a waste. Absolute worst. All right, hey, it's Monday morning. We're going to get to our dink of the day. We've got lots lined up for the show. How about we kick things off with Alexis on fire? We're going local. Boiled frogs. Sober and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Sober and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. All right, let's get going here with our dink of the day. Wolf just threatened to show up and shoot T-shirts Please, as no, thank you. Wolf, no. We're no. good. I do want to go to, oh, I thought it was uh, Colorado, but it's Coronado. Coronado. California. No. You know, a, you know, that's you not just, a real place. You know, you just look at a word and yeah. you just like. Colorado. Change it in your mind. Like, oh, it's Colorado. Coala. Oh, no. Coala. Yeah. France. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Coronado, California. Now, this is a bold move. You've heard of somebody trying to steal a car, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Steal something from yeah. a. I've heard of car theft. Yes. Yeah. Somebody trying to steal That's a concept. Somebody, hold on, go with me on this. Somebody trying to steal money. Yes. Somebody trying to steal from a corner store. Okay. Have you ever heard of someone trying to steal a home? The home itself. The whole home. Pick it up and move it. Not quite. Hmm. I was going to ask, how do you go about stealing a home, Carl I was Brown? Say is the. Depends on the home. Is Jack the, it up. Is the home on wheels? Get out of here. Is it? Uh, this is a regular home. Yeah, with a foundation That's and all right. that kind of stuff. You're not moving this home. Well, you got to get to the paperwork then. So, family went away on vacation. Yep. And this person, a woman, doesn't say if she was connected to this family in any way or maybe just scouting them. Maybe. Family leaves. She decides, I'm going in. Okay. Goes into the home. I'm going to change every lock in this house. All right. And then when they show up, I'm going to tell them, you don't live here anymore. I do now. And that's exactly what she did. How'd it go? Well, the homeowners called the police. Yes. And the woman said, no, I've changed the locks. I live here now. And the police said, it's not how that works. (laughs) I mean, squatters' rights are protected in some way. Yeah. But uh, you're in somebody's personal property there. She refused to leave. They eventually uh-huh. got their way in. Uh, she was promptly arrested. Hey, it changed the locks again. Uh, it's, now, it's now facing jail the time. pain in the ass. I just love the idea of her going, no. I'm in? I'm in here now. Changing the locks? Do you have a key? Didn't think so. It's mine now. I wonder if it cost him a night in a hotel at least, though. Until they called the cops and got back in there. Got the locks changed? Yeah, maybe. That'd cost them an extra night. Maybe, eh? You really gave people a lot of... Ch- you, you come back from vacation, we always talk about the buffer day. Yeah. They like to come back with a little bit of space to totally. breathe before you get right back into work. Totally. You come back and somebody's squatting in your house and has changed the locks. That just gave you eight things you have to do. Yeah. And you have not unpacked or showered. It's a great point. I would have dragged her out of there. <laughs> I would have gone nuts. <laughs> I would have gone in through a window. In the- Yo, you're like, leaving. Like Ralph Wiggum as yeah. the brick through the window? But the other way. <laughs> I go in. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, I don't have her name, so we'll say squatting woman? Squatting rights. Squatting rights woman? Moved on. Think of the day. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Did, did you, you were just off air. You very briefly said to me, 
He said, I got some story about a guy barking at his neighbors. The hell is this? Browns fans. Is that what Browns fans, right at it again. Uh, I, was checking, I was looking at some stories this morning. This one comes to us. Lakewood, Ohio. Police recently arrested a man for barking. <laughs> a local Hold on. Re- local resident Him? called 911 because the man was drunk and barking at his neighbors. <laughs> barking. <laughs> Cops quickly arrived in the scene, and they charged the man with disorderly conduct while intoxicated. Man. <laughs> because the man was barking. Yeah. Not his dog. Just one lonely Browns fan on a Thursday night, pumped up by Case Keenum's... Is that what it was, you think? I don't know. Probably. If the story landed on my page Monday, I'm assuming it was a Thursday nighter. I've had some neighbor disputes, <gasps> but for it to get so bad... That you physically bark at your neighbors? Loaded. Just blacked out. Wow. Barking. You know, we always talk about how sometimes when you see something, you, you go, how do you not feel embarrassment as you're doing this? Mm. This is like top of the heat, man. How does the process, the wheels start turning, right? Uh-huh. The gears are moving. They're yeah. connected. They're spinning. Every, you, time, every go, time you see that I'm guy. i start barking now. Every time you see that guy, if you're his neighbors. Wow. You remember the time Jim was laying in his backyard drunk barking at us? Like I would get a bag of like dog treats and every time I walked by him I'd just throw a few at him. Hey, here you go, Jim. I'll leave it on the lawn for you. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'd do every time. (laughs) Every time. Oh. I'd bully him out of the neighborhood, wouldn't you? Uh, Yeah, but sometimes a guy like that doesn't leave. He somehow doubles down and does something worse. He becomes the barking guy. Yeah. Starts wearing dog masks all the time. Dog pound for life. <laughs> That's terrible. It's dog pound tattoo. <laughs> that I could see happening. You know, come to think of it, my neighborhood is a very dog bark free neighborhood. We have many dogs in the neighborhood, but not a lot of chaos. Not a barker at a bunks. Actually, the one directly beside us, our neighbor, I've never heard that dog bark ever. Really? Never. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, there's tons of dogs. The barking kept to a minimum. If they would alert each other a little more, maybe the skunk problem wouldn't be as. Maybe you know, yeah, that's a good point. Consistent. Maybe the skunks like yeah, these dogs are quiet as hell. They're very permissive. We yeah. just walk right in. <laughs> like, they don't say a word. Maybe the dogs do need to be a little pissed off. Sound the alarm once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Sound the alarm. We've got one, and and she's a, a sweet dog, like two doors down from us. Her name's Molly, yeah. and she is a Pomeranian, and she does not so much bark. As she screams like a child, and it is <laughs> that honestly is not far off from what her barks sound like. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if you sit in the backyard long enough, it, it doesn't start like a dog bark. It just goes high and sustains, and it's it's like nothing I've ever heard. Yeah. It took me a while to figure out that it was a dog. Really? I thought somebody had a kid in the backyard just having a spaz. <laughs> All the time? Like they picked up a, like they touched a hot grill or something like that. Oh, really? Ah! Like just loses it. It's incredible. I want, next time I'm over. We yeah, we'll sit, sit in the, the backyard quietly. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw pine cones a couple fences over and wait. That sounds delightful. We just Actually, wait. It doesn't, but just wait. <laughs> Pomeranians are wild, man. Yeah. We had a Pomeranian, like, man, when? It would have been like 12 years ago or something like that. In your growing up years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was like our first dog was a Pomeranian. Yeah. And it was a rescue dog. Yeah. But uh, they are just, they're, they are very loud, temperamental. Yeah. And I don't know, ours at least, 
Ours literally ate itself to death. Oh. Like, literally. This it is would. a bit dark. But yeah, no kidding. It, we, like, you know, we uh, brought home groceries, and we left one bag on the table that we didn't put away. Yeah. You know, we just missed it. And in it was a pack of bacon and a brick of cheese. Whole thing? Whole thing. Both of them. Both of them. Oh. Ate them all. Had a heart attack. Oh. Died. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, You've never even, you know, you're, last week you were breaking my balls because I didn't mention that I, yeah. I briefly lived in the horse capital of British Columbia. Yeah. You know, I don't even know you had a dog before Dakota. Yeah. That's how much you've kept this close to the vest. Ate itself to death. Look at you now. <laughs> Sharing secrets. I actually kind of forgot about it until right now. <laughs> He's like talking about Palmer. He's like, oh yeah, I had one of those. You do move on from some things yeah. eventually. You do oh, move on. It was very weird at the time. Felt I, bad. I got a... Jeffly Hollows update for you. Ooh, you know, I want to talk about a wild trip I had this weekend. Today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. You, you want to know where I was? Apparently, the hug business in Guelph is booming. And was it? Uh, it was. Yeah, you know what? A lot of hugs were thrown around. Yeah. A lot of hugs. Soper and Brown Show. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Still got one fly in studio. Oh, we just had an opportunity to. Cool. I didn't think you could reach from over there. No, I couldn't get him from yeah. here. No, he just landed perfectly on a stack of papers, and still one remains. I got. It's really big too. It's huge. Frustrating. Uh, received a lot of emails over the weekend, Carl, about pumpkin flavored items. Yep. Uh, did we ever get the pumpkin spice hummus? Pumpkin spice hummus, we're still uh, efforting for. But there's one item in particular. Yeah. Uh, we've rounded up a ton of things for the Soper and Brown Great Pumpkin Review coming later this week. Uh, namely, the uh, the pumpkin spice seltzer from, I, from Bud Light, awesome. which we're excited for. A number of other things. Pumpkin cheese. There's tons of stuff. Pumpkin cheese is going to be terrible. I think so, too. But the one thing that we have been dying for is a pumpkin spiced hot sauce. From this company, J&E's Borden Saucy in Petawawa, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, my friend, I got an email on Saturday night. Uh, came in a little bit later from Jeremy at J&E's Borden Saucy Takeaway and Catering. The owner, actually, okay. in Petawawa. Hell yeah. Said, Carl, I will get this together for you, and I will ship it early this week. Hell yeah. And I'll send along an invoice. Hell yeah. We are getting... Are Jeffly Hollows. Jeff. That's what we need. Yes. Jeffly Hollows. To top it off. Pumpkin spice hot sauce. Yeah. It's a pumpkin based hot sauce. Like, yeah, that is. Man. You know, it's like one of those things where I'm searching around for stuff and I see, you know, okay, the seltzer I'm going to try and get, you know, the Pop Tarts I'm going to try and get, the pumpkin cheese I'm going to try and get, the kombucha, all this stuff. But then you see something and you know, you know when you want something for a bit. Yeah. You know when you need something to make it work. It fits in with the show themes. I was just going to say. It's going to be like, it's just has to be a part of it. Obviously, the fact it's a pumpkin, you know, based hot sauce. All that's great. But it's called Jeffly Hollows. <laughs> Jeff, like, just so desperately need this to make the whole thing never. work. Just one little puzzle piece away from yeah. the whole thing coming together. There's so never been something more. Perfect. Very positive uh, news there now, uh, from Jeremy. I gave him. I gave him my address. I was like, "You send it to me." Okay, good. I want this. So he's going to send it early this week. Send he said early this week. I would assume that might be today. Okay. Am I? Are we like this is going to happen? Like I hope I, so, guess, man. I guess it's just a hope thing. Now. It's a hope. Yeah, it's it's in the hands of Canada Post now. If he sends it even by tomorrow, that should 
still. It's, it's I mean, it's in Providence, right? Yeah. Yeah. It should still be okay, right? It's in Providence. They're about five hours away from us. Well, w- Wednesday or Thursday, we want to do this. We'll figure that out. But I was thinking, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday probably. was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. But even if it doesn't show up, that's okay. No. Whenever it does show up. We're waiting. We're waiting? We'll push to Friday if we, we have to. we push to Friday? If we must. If well, we must. What if it doesn't show up Friday? Well, then it's over. <laughs> I throw everything out. We, we try nothing. We don't do the bit at all. I'll tell you this. that uh, So that Bud Light seltzer pack, right, yeah. came with the four flavors. Yeah. There was the, like, apple crisp, uh, the pear maple, yeah. the toasted, toasted marshmallow, marshmallow, and the pumpkin spice seltzer. That was the four pack. Yeah. Uh, I, when I met with uh, Kaylee last week, her husband who got this stuff for me, I guess he asked the guy at the store, he, do you sell a lot of these? Guy just says, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I dabbled yeah. this weekend. Not in the pumpkin. Okay. Not in the pumpkin. But Chels is like, I really want to try the toasted marshmallow. No, you didn't open that. I let Chels try one. No! Yeah, why? That was the, I was so excited to try that. So she tried the toasted marshmallow. Oh, and she tried the maple pear. No. Let me tell you this. Yeah. The pear, worse than the marshmallow. Really? That maple, whatever they did to that, that maple flavoring. Yeah. Is one of the worst seltzers I've ever let cross these lips. Really? Terrible. What about the toasted marshmallow? Oh, I wanted to try that so bad. Three, three out of ten. Really? Drink What's a, it taste like? I uh, like a candle. Like a candle? Yeah. Oh, like one of those marshmallow it. cookie flavored candles. I'm still gonna bring them in. They still got two. I still got two. Yeah. The, we just tried one. What, they got they got three of them in the in the twelve pack. Oh, got that a, makes a, way more sense. Yeah, I got a twelve pack, buddy. So oh. I got. I got three of every flavor. Oh God! It Don't. was like a shock. I know. That's why I was. I was like, "Why is he so upset?" I no. thought it was like a like a, a four, four pack. No, yeah. no, 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 no. no I was like, was "We didn't even get to try these." No, it was a twelve pack, so I got three oh. of each flavor. So I had I Whew. had some room to dabble. Yeah, yeah. So uh, way more. Chel- Chels took one sip of each, refused to finish them. <laughs> so I finished them both. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you I did. <laughs> you don't leave them like that. Carl has a rule. Hate not finishing things. He, he even if he physically is disgusted by something, it's a beverage. He'll finish it. He can mind over matter a beverage. You don't even have to chew it. <laughs> Just drink it. Any things I've drank that I don't like? I know. Come on. I know. It's just a beverage. We've been to bars and like, like, oh, this uh. beer is just terrible. And then you just watch him like struggle through it. <laughs> also, I wish we had cameras on for when Carl said, yes. He like <laughs> bared down like a child. Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> oh. You didn't have any toasted marshmallow seltzers in Guelph this weekend? No. So glad it was a 12 pack. Yeah. I was really upset. We're okay, for a buddy. second. Soper and Brown show. It's 977 Hits FM 617. Uh, we're going to take a break. And on the other side, I do want to talk about a trip I took to Guelph this weekend, Carl mm-hmm. Brown. Apparently, the hug business in Guelph is booming. It was booming. Yeah. And oh, before I go any further, too, I want to give a shout out to Jason. Yeah. Uh, Hits Nation member that uh, I met in the Timmy Hortons on Sunday morning. Oh, really? Yeah. We were, in Guelph? In Guelph, yeah. Yeah. Hits Nation member in Guelph there. Uh, we were both looking worse for wear. He was in pajama <laughs> pants. I was in my sweatpants. I think we had both gotten into one later that or earlier that night. Yeah. Um, so shout out to you, Jason. We were chatting a little bit in the lineup there. 
Actually, we both did the same thing. Drive through, packed, insane. Yeah, lineup out the door. I've never seen a Tim's with a drive through not busy here. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Lineup was out the door, so veteran move, ordered on the app. Yep, and then just went inside. Beauty, and because they just they whipped through those. Yeah, of course. Oh my god, Vet- veteran move that no I no time at all. I recommend you give it straight try out of the line, right to the pickup spot. Yeah, although everyone in line assumes you're budging and hates you. Whatever, but yeah, what? what well, not my fault you understand technology. Play the game, baby. Yeah. Got to play the game. But- Using all the tools at your discretion. Yeah, Jason did the same thing. So Good. shout out to you, Jason, man. But I do want to talk about the trip to Guelph because we were there to visit uh, my sister-in-law and um, a friend of ours who was celebrating, uh, it was our 40th birthday. Mm. So they were having some people over. And so we're like, okay, we're a nice little backyard kind of party. But then something happened at the party that... I, if, I, I threw it up on, on Instagram, so mm-hmm. if, if you would have seen it, you would know. But this, the most organized party game I've ever been a part of. Okay. There was a trophy involved. It was, there was chants. They had a specific chant ready to go. I'm not quite sure what I walked into, but I'll tell you this. These people party, Carl. Were there any clowns involved? <laughs> no. Because I got a story from Guelph this morning. Oh, really? And I was curious to see if you were involved in any way. Oh, God. But it involves clowns. Okay. And a bicycle. Oh. It doesn't say what size. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't say what size. All right, let's talk about it in six minutes. Southern Ontario's Best Rock and the Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM. I'm talking with uh, a few people in Guelph, Hits Nation. Stretches all the way to Guelph, eh? Oh, hug business. Hug mm-hmm. business, I'm telling you. In Boom. Guelph. Yep. Talked to one-hour Bob in a while. That's true, actually. One-hour Bob, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I should have... Taxi t- driver. Should have tried to see if I could. I didn't I didn't take any cabs this nope. weekend. Everywhere we went was kind of walking distance. If there was a one-hour man who picked you up yeah. in Guelph, you know it's probably him. Yeah. We found a hotel that was close to where the party was. Nice. And then just... We were on foot the rest of the way. It was somebody's 40th? Yeah, uh, 40th birthday, yeah. It's funny to think that, yeah, we'll, we'll be starting to attend some yeah. 40ths in the Four, near future. 40th birthday party. That's a thing and, now. And uh, mm. it, it was... It, it turned out to be... It was cold, but it turned out to be relatively nice. So we had a nice backyard party. There you go. Uh, which was great, actually. It was a kegger. Was it really? I have not been to a kegger <laughs> in... I can't, even, I can't even tell you when. Yeah. It has been forever, man. Last time you pumped a keg? I, I, I almost forgot. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so a uh, little kegger, which I thought was fun. Yeah. You know, everyone throws in their 10, 15 yeah, bucks yeah, yeah, or whatever, sure. right? Yep. Good times. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was great. Caught up with some people and 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 felt like we were in university again. It was, it was delightful. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, also... I don't know. Man, I wish I could figure out what the place was. But ordered some shawarma yeah. from somewhere in Guelph. Some mystery shawarma house. Might be one of the best Is that right? platters of shawarma I've ever had. Oh, nice. So good mm-hmm. that I felt like I didn't get my fill of it. Yeah. That I had shawarma for dinner again last night. Last night at home. Here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I didn't get enough shawarma. <laughs> and then woke up with garlic breath, even though I brushed my teeth last I night. I can tell. That yes. stuff is... Yeah. I know, I'm in the same Seeps room. Seeps out of your you pores. You don't have to tell me, Bernard. Seeps out of your pores. <laughs> so, at the party, all of a sudden, yeah. out of nowhere, somebody just goes, it's time. And everyone everyone starts getting really excited. Ooh. I'm like, what do you mean it's time? Fight pit? And then he just goes, to the garage. I'm like, what the hell? And everyone just starts making the way. I, so, at this point, I have no clue what's going on. Group sex? But then I hear somebody go, Matt, I picked you for my team. Let's do this. I'm the, for my team. What? Your team? You're on a team. I'm on a, I've somehow made a team, Carl. Okay. 
I don't know what I'm entering into, but I'm I'm both scared. You made the cut though. I'm scared. You're not on the cut list. Intrigued. Yeah. And a little horny. Yep. I enter in to the garage. And what is there but a giant ping pong table mm-hmm. and what appears to be 20,000 plastic cups. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay. I still don't quite know what's happening, but yeah. I'm I'm intrigued. Well, if it's a kegger, I have a couple ideas. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And so somebody goes, it's time for the annual elimination flip cup tournament. Oh, it's an annual thing. Okay, flip cup tournament. Okay, all right. Been a little bit since I played flip cup. Yeah, it's been a little bit, but I'm a better beer pong partner than I am a flip cup. Partner. Yeah, I, I was, I was immediately nervous because again, I was like, I somehow got picked for this team. It's not my strength. And I don't know what I'm here to provide. Yeah. So they had, I wonder, what an elaborate setup. Let me yeah. say, okay, because they had so many cups. And they had cleaning utensils ready to go. Because after a round, it was like those cups in the garbage, in the recycling. Sure. Wipe down the table quick. New cups Fresh, out. Fresh cups go. It was a system, man. Okay. And so what they did was, uh, it was like, it was a, a, an elimination type thing. So we had like eight people on each team. Yeah. And if your team won. You move on. You get to stay. And you eliminate somebody from the other team. Okay. Or they vote amongst themselves. Yeah. And then it goes eight versus seven. Oh. And So then somebody's got to drink twice, flip twice. No, yeah. no. No? The technical, technically, the team that's seven would have an advantage. They have they one should, last cup. Should be able right? to. Right? Oh, okay, interesting. And so the idea is if you win, you eliminate the other team. And you just go back and forth like that until it's either two mm-hmm. on one, three on one, one on one. one, on one. So I was okay. I made it through a couple of rounds. I screwed up one round, yeah. and I self-eliminated. Yeah, I didn't know. That's yeah. I was out. This was on me, guys. But I stood on the side and Tap let me the jersey. Let you know me tell up. you, yeah. I was getting in the kitchen. Yeah. People's, I was getting in people's kitchens, man. <laughs> I was into people's. I was in people's heads. Yeah. Uh, and then it came all the way down. It came down to a one-on-one situation. Nice, which was madness. And our team ended up taking oh, it. Yeah. Too bad. But then they had a trophy. Oh yeah. They had like chants ready to go. It was mad. I've never seen anything like it. This it is an annual event, by the sounds of it. Yeah, it was crazy. People train for these things. They, that's that's what I was thinking. There was people who were one flipping every time. One. I was not prepared for that. Just straight up down it. Boop. Boom. Every Over. single time. Wow. Our anchor on our team, girl named Laura. Yeah. Shout out to Laura. One of the best I've ever seen do it. At flip cup. Yeah, one of the best. Had the touch. Yep. Hmm. She just the guy that she faced in the finals just out flipped her. Yeah, good time in Guelph. It was great. Yeah, it was was incredible. I'm going to start practicing for next year. Someone did not enjoy themselves in Guelph this weekend. This story made it all the way to our prep sheet. I saw this this morning. Do I have time for it here? Uh, We don't really have time for it here, but I'll go through it quickly. Guelph, Ontario. Police arrested a machete-wielding clown. Machete-wielding? 2.30 a.m. Saturday. Yeah. I guess Sunday morning. Okay. You were probably still up. I was. A clown dragged a man out of a business at 2.30 a.m. before fighting with him. Victim ran off as the man in the clown mask cycled away with his machete hanging out of his backpack. Cycled away? Cycled away. Again, does not state the size of the bicycle that the clown rode away from the crime scene. Oh, my God. Hold on. Uh, This... Did the loop wait, to, wait, did, wait, did the loop to loop? No. Oh, good. Okay, uh, I can play this then. <laughs> cops were able to stop the clown and arrest him on several charges. Oh. Uh, apparently, the fight was over a bad drug deal. I want it to be known. 
I have an alibi. Mm-hmm. I was playing flip cup. You were not at any point riding a very small bicycle no. with a machete hanging out of your backpack and dressed as a clown. I have an alibi. Because somebody in Guelph was Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Does it say where? It just says Guelph. Oh. Just Guelph. Guelph. Actually, maybe as the story came from a U.S. source, it says Guelph, Canada. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> You know, yeah, up there. Yeah. So I'm being told that a lot of people think the shawarma place in Guelph is called Shawarma Fusion. Shawarma Fusion seems to be the popular opinion what, in the text box. One yeah. person said it so definitive. They're like, oh, Matt, you ate at Shawarma Fusion. And you know. I, went, I was like, were you there? <laughs> Did you have some too? I talked to the delivery man. It was very good. Uh, somebody said that's a regular Saturday night in Guelph. Clowns abound in this city. Oh. Usually on meth. Another person knows where it happened. Yeah, it said it was at Dawson and Willow okay. in Guelph. Hold on. I know where I was. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, how, how close was Dawson and Willow to yeah. where you were? Dawson Street, Guelph. <laughs> okay, let me, or Dawson Road. There we go. <laughs> the Guelph text just says, weird as that story seems, kind of feels like everything's getting back to normal. Yeah. It's kind of true, <laughs> eh? Really? Yeah. That we're going back to? Well, we're still going back to violent clowns? What we just explained, my party and what you just explained- yeah. Does that not sound like the most normal Saturday that you've heard of in a while? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. A random keg party, a very organized flip clip, cup, and a, and a violent clown. That's kind of normal life, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of is. All right, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. Yeah. If you want to get some questions in, something for Carlo, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, start texting them in now, 977-977, and we'll get to that in five The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show. Give us a call 2905-688-9797. Where do you want to start? I want to start this one here. Uh, if you were a killer clown, what would your name be? Oh, Sean Cheeks. Jerry. <laughs> oh, by the way, I did look up where the yeah. machete clown thing happened and? and where we were. It's about 6K away. Okay. So, And we were out walking around. Six, but 6K is about the buffer I want between me and any clown-related yeah. crime. So I don't think I was anywhere near the clown. Uh, you were a little banged up on Sunday morning. Uh, what is your go-to hangover meal? Oh, I, I love a greasy... Yeah. Big breakfast. Now, like, I'm talking, yeah. I want the sausage, yeah. bacon, ham. The like, you know, sometimes, like, pick one. Nope, all mm-hmm. three. Three. And then I want the eggs, the hash browns, and I want pancakes. Pancakes. Not toast. Yeah. I want pancakes. Now, the, this really depends for me to the degree of hangover. Yeah. Because there's certain hangovers where I'm like, yeah, I'm a little banged up, a little headache, but I can go out and eat breakfast. Yeah. But then there's hangovers. Yeah. And when it comes to that level, this is the worst because Chelsea's like you. She wants breakfast. Yeah. She wants food. I, on the other hand, fast. Oh, really? Liquid diets, Tylenol, sleep, a hot shower, really? lots of water. I'm a fast. I, I like to fast when I'm yeah. when I'm really hungover. And I wait until we get to a point where I can... Because there's points where you eat that hangover meal that you're talking about, yeah. and you set yourself back a couple hours. Mm, not for me. Well, you're now excluded from the conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you can't... Like, for me, anyways, if I yeah. eat a really heavy breakfast as I'm starting to come out of a hangover, yeah. it can be a... That can be a, a bit of a day ender. Really? You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. For really? me, that's the way I work. 
I I find I can't move forward after a night of like, drinking I'm not, until I've eaten. I'm not having a big meal and thriving. No? No, not in the slightest. That's what the that's the Kickstarter for me. Is it the Kickstarter? The day doesn't get going oh, until no. I've had a meal. And in a nice like four hour fast. Yeah. I want to suffer through it. I feel like you learned something. That was why I ended up at Tim Hortons yeah. was because the every breakfast place we went to Packed, yeah, just packed. Even mm-hmm. the Tim's was, but it was like we need something. Yeah, no, I'm a, I, I, I'm not a big eater when yeah. I'm hungover. If if I do, like if I'm feeling okay, uh, take me to uh, Johnny Pastrami's for a breakfast wrap. Oh, breakfast wrap. Breakfast wrap and Give a me. breakfast wrap and a and a side of hash browns, maybe some fruit. Yeah, yeah. Nothing will beat the big breakfast for yeah. me. Yeah, no, I'm not a heavy much. eater when I'm hungover. What Surprising for me, I know. What is me? Uh, what is something useless that you're very good at? Something useless. Totally useless. Won't get you anywhere in life that you're very good at. I Man. have one. Okay, what do you I got? I have one. This this came know. to me over the weekend. Chelsea and I were in a rush doing something, and she was working on a project at home and wanted lunch. And I was mm-hmm. like, there's, there's a subway close to our place. I was like, I'll just go grab a subway really quick. She's like, that would be great. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody else you would rather be behind in line at a subway than me. Really? I... I'm so efficient in that setting. <laughs> in what way? I just I know her order. Yeah. I have I have two or three sandwiches I can kind of jump between. I know exactly what goes on them. I know if both need to be toasted. I know what bread we need. I know the process down to a T. Yeah. I uh, my previous job when I was doing radio sales was in the same parking lot as the subway. So me and a, a mutual friend of ours, Mike Callinger, yeah. buddy of mine, uh, we would. Like, man, probably twice a week minimum would go to, like, a, a fairly busy subway and go through the line. Yeah. And we were just, like, routine. I can go in there blind. Really? And I will move through the line smoother than 95% of people. Mm. I am tremendous at it. I want you. Actually, I want to take you with me. Yeah. So you can see it in action. We used to go to subway quite a bit. We worked together last time. Yeah. Uh, we had one, down, was, we had one was, downstairs. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So I don't know if I was paying attention enough to your elite. I don't even know if my skills. game was at that level. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were a rookie in the oh, game. I've grown tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Michael Jordan. Uh, I thing might be the Michael Jordan. I took that personally. Subway. Yeah. I took that personally. Yeah. <laughs> Two sandwiches. What? Three? Whatever. There's no. There's no. Hmm. There's yeah. no. Huh? There's no. Ah. What do I need? No. Nothing. Direct. Clear orders the whole way through. <laughs> Tap it. Go yeah. on. See you later. I can do a pretty good job predicting people's cards during euchre. <laughs> there you go. It's like, a, you're going to play a diamond. Yeah. How does that go for you? I don't know. It's all right. It doesn't do much for me. I answered the question. You don't get a sandwich at the end. No, it's true. <laughs> Shelby's next. Kids FM Headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby, good morning. And why don't we start by talking about Ontario is going to be announcing uh, capacity limits will be going up for businesses and, and different places today. Uh, the capacity limits are being lifted at restaurants, uh, oh, casinos, oh, oh, com- and gyms. Oh, I thought maybe it was going up. It's being all together. Lifted, my yeah. friend. Oh, all yeah. Right. Lifted, yeah, for those places that have the proof of vaccination system. So okay. if you go into a place and you've got to scan your QR code or show your proof of vaccination receipt, those are the places where the limits are being gotcha. lifted starting today. Now, this can include barbershops and salons as well, but then they have to opt into the proof of vaccination system, which right now they don't have to do. Okay. So any place that adopts that proof of vaccination system can lift the capacity limits right now. So we're talking casinos, we're talking gyms, restaurants, even places that host weddings, funerals, and other religious services. If they bring in that proof of vaccination system, 
They can do away with the limits. And this is just the first of a multi-step process. Now, this does not change the capacity limits at places where you get medical help or where you buy medical supplies or at grocery stores. Those still have to stick to the capacity limits. Those are considered essential services and don't have the proof of vaccination system. And the government officials have also promised us that they're going to be allowing more people to gather for Remembrance Day ceremonies and for Santa Claus parades. But we're still waiting for details on that. So, sorry, you want to take No, please. Friday, news dropped, of course, of the accidental shooting on movie set. Alec Baldwin was involved. Mm -hmm. We had a little bit of details here and there. Obviously, over the weekend, more have started to come out. Yes. So what we're hearing now is that a crew member says that previously she had raised some concerns about the assistant director who right now were being told handed Alec Baldwin that gun that was fired that killed the cinematographer on Rust. Shot and killed Helena Hutchins, wounded director Joel Souza, if you're just hearing this for the first time. Tragic incident in New Mexico on this on this set. But the prop maker and the licensed pyrotechnician Maggie Gall is claiming that she had filed an internal complaint with the executive producers when she was working on Into the Dark, which was done in 2019, over concerns about this assistant director, Dave Hall, and his behavior on set. She's saying that he disregarded safety protocols for weapons and pyrotechnics. So if this turns out to be true, it's a major development in what happened at the Rust set. And Shelby, before this mm-hmm. incident took place, there was a lot of labor unrest on the set of this movie as well, from what I've understood. There was, I believe, some camera operators that walked off set. Some people were concerned about the way this production was being handled. Yes, we're hearing reports of that. And some of the things that we're hearing is, you know, it's long days, people are burnt out, they're tired. And when they're burnt out and they're tired, mistakes are made. Now, this happens on movie sets all the time. Movie sets are kind of the Wild West, if you'll excuse the term, Mm -hmm. for what happens in terms of hours worked. I mean, turnaround kind of doesn't really exist in some of those places. As long as you're willing to pay people overtime, you can keep throwing money at them to show up even when they're exhausted. So this is a concern. That's part of why there was that whole motion of are the crews going on strike? Yes. For reasons like this, people get tired and on movie sets, the laws are a lot different than they are for you and me. I wonder if they're going to continue to film, if they're going to make this, if they're going to make this movie. Yeah. And they're going to go, well, you know, we should do it. People are going to be curious about it now. Or do they just uh, stop? Like, it's a movie I bet a ton of people may not have talked about. And I wonder, well, here's like, the, I just wonder what they do. Here's the plus and minus for that. So the plus is if they stop now, or I shouldn't say plus and minus, but yeah. here are the options. Yeah. yeah. Option one, you stop now. All that money is lost. The crew mm-hmm. is still paid what they were promised to be paid. Right. but. Nothing comes from it. The other side of this is that they put it out and they say, we had somebody who gave their life for this film, yep. literally. So it's a slap in the face of, of somebody who yeah. died on this to film to say, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah, to have no yeah. product at the end. Well, yeah. and yeah, and let's not kid ourselves. Again, as weird yeah. as it sounds, there's not a lot of people who may have talked about this movie or it might have just been, oh, it's a movie. Yeah. This will be even, like, this will be in people's minds now. I think so. Right? Yeah, so it'll I bring at least some recognition to the title. Yeah. Uh, Rust, yeah. I believe, is the title of the film. Yeah. Yeah. And Shelby, last up, you had a, a gentleman in the U.S. who received a personal loan, as as some folks did, uh, for COVID relief, but he didn't exactly use it for what it was intended for. Yeah, so federal prosecutors in the U.S. say that a man in Georgia used his pandemic relief loan to buy a Pokemon card worth $57,000. Oh, did he spend that much on it? 
Well, I think so. So uh, they're saying, yeah, he lied on the application for his pandemic relief Mm -hmm. loan and the number of people that his business employed. And the court filing says that he received $85,000 in August of last year and used the money to buy that Pokemon card for $57,789. A tough thing to get dragged into court over. <laughs> so, yeah, you I know, I understand there's a business side of it as a as a collector, as a card guy. I understand the value, but my God. He still has twenty four thousand dollars though. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> for, for I, I don't fees. know what card it was. Like was this was yeah. this a hollow Charizard? What are you getting here, man? <laughs> I, I don't know what would run that ballpark, yeah. but I'm sure there is something in the Pokemon universe that would uh that would drum that up. That's great. Shelby, appreciate it. We'll chat in about an hour, all right? Sounds good. We got to get to sit in your ass for cash. We will announce a new name right after Collective Soul. Sit on your ass for cash. Cash. All right, Carl Brown from mm-hmm. Friday. Who do we have and how much do they have? Uh, we have Derek Carew, who's got 300 bucks. Ooh. It was the three o'clock winner on okay. Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Derek, wait, he won on three? Sorry, one at one. One at one. Okay, okay. So one p.m. Friday. Currently has three hundred already in his pocket. That's correct. Maybe four. Maybe could be four. And by the way, final week for sitting around for cash. Yeah, this so is yeah. Last week, yeah, beginning. last week for that. Last week for show us your hits. We're gonna announce that winner on Friday. Some contest uh, reaching their finale here. Our seven a.m. qualifier with nine minutes and seven seconds on the clock to get on the mm-hmm. payroll. Ricky Stefanitz. Ricky Stefanitz works. Stefanitz? At a um, like a like an auto parts shop. Auto parts. Yeah, auto parts shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some kind of auto parts store. Not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Maybe a tire place. I don't know. He sells women's leggings. <laughs> nine minutes and seven seconds. Ricky Stefanitz. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. What? CHTZ and iHeart Radio Station. Thank you, Miss Nine Seven Seven Hits FM. Don't believe we have received a text message yet. Yeah, no, we have not yet. It's uh, about 5.15 left on the timer here. And again, that's Ricky Stefanitz. Stefanitz. Whoever you are. S-T-E-F-A-N-I-T-S. Stefanitz. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you have some time to text. And if you don't text us, that means Derek will win another $100. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he was our 1 p.m. winner on Friday, currently sitting on 300 bucks on the payroll. Hey, you are a big horror film fan. You, yeah, just a movie just aficionado a movie as yeah. it is. Yep. You like to dive into some of those horror films uh-huh. during spooky season. Did you get up to any of them this uh, weekend? You know, we watched... Um, uh, kind of a classic, something I had it had escaped me for a number of years, and was on uh, Netflix. We watched The Thing with uh, huh. with Kurt Russell from like 1982. Uh, last I know night. what that is. It's uh, you know a, a research team isolated in Antarctica, yeah. and they come across uh, an alien life form that uh, attempts to impersonate the things that it huh. consumes, oh. and everybody gets real paranoid. But it's a uh, you know it's funny. I've, Kurt Russell's uh, son has been in uh, Wyatt has been in tons of stuff, and I always like I see him in projects, and I'm always like he doesn't really look like. His dad, I see his mom more than I hadn't seen a movie with old, like, or you should say young, yeah. Kurt Russell. Uh, Identical. Spit, spit an image. Yeah. 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 So Watched you, that last night. You, you're, it was fun. You, you enjoy watching some of those horror films. Yeah. You're not at the Joey Bricks level, obviously. Uh, that guy not. lives and breathes it. Like Joey also has patience for bad horror films. Yeah. Like he's more patience and willingness to, to take in a film that's 
not as good. Well, I know that yeah. last week he was talking about this, and I was curious if you've seen it. So there's a movie on Netflix, a horror film, that apparently is so terrifying that majority of people can't even finish it. Oh, really? It's called Veronica, and it's Veronica. a Spanish-based film. Okay. And apparently it's it's just unfinishable. It's so terrifying. Hmm. It's being dubbed the most terrifying movie of all time. I assume then you haven't heard of it. I this. have not, no. I think you may have to dive in, my friend. Okay. Came out in 2017. Hmm. Yeah, so it's been out for a little bit. Yeah. But all this right. is like the movie. This is the thing, eh? This is the one. Chelsea, actually, we pulled up a horror movie uh, the other week that we hadn't seen yet. Uh, the Babadook. You heard of that? No. It was a few years ago. Babadook. The Babadook. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. We got half an hour into it and turned it off. Not because we were so scared, but because the child in the film was so annoying that I couldn't imagine watching another 70 minutes of it. Oh, wow. And I just turned it off. Wow. We're not kid people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. As a childless yeah. home, this kid spent 30 minutes screaming, and I'm like, I can't do it. I don't want you to save him. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the Baba Duke at this point. The Baba Duke. I'm rooting for the Baba Duke. And you didn't want to be that person. You just turned it off. Turn it off. Didn't finish. I it. don't know what this one is about. All right. I'm unaware, but it is it's a it's a cult horror film. Into it's it. Living up to its billing is the okay. scariest film. Came out in 2017. Based on a true tomatoes. story. Rotten Tomatoes, 88%. Something about, a, something about a Ouija board. All right. You ever done the Ouija board thing? No, no, I had, never no. have. No. Your place is a little spooky sometimes. Can be. Yeah. A little bit. You want to do a Ouija board? Not particularly. No? It's a, it's a house. There's just two people in it. There's yeah. space where we're not. Yeah. yeah, you never know. <laughs> never know. All right. Well, take a peek for that for that film. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, all right. Wait. And if I can finish it. True. How much time left? Buck thirty. Looking grim. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. Grim. Well, Carl, I believe the time has come and gone. Yeah, the time expired. Yeah. Well, I was answering text messages, so I didn't save the timer like I usually do. Man. That's it. Just like that. But guess who's $100 richer? Derek. That's right. Oh, Derek. Like 400 bucks for uh, Derek uh, Carew, who was our- Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Shelby. That's right. Derek. <laughs> Ricky Stefanitz. Uh, it's an N-O next to you, pal. Sorry right. about that. Uh, we got another chance at 9 o'clock. Right. Again, your last week to get entered and win Sit on Your Cash for Ass. $100. Hitsfm.com. <laughs> We've got to take a break. A Monday edition of The Machine. A lot of messages this morning. I'm looking at it right here. There So many that I left the room to use the washroom. Drunk, drunk messages and <laughs> clippets and weird sing-alongs and stuff about the wiggles. And I don't know. We'll do it in seven minutes. Welcome to 905-682-9797. We'll give that machine a call anytime. And we talked, well, kind of at length about the Wiggles last week. More more Wiggles content than you'd probably expect on the show yeah, last week. It, it infiltrated into the show, and they're doing an adult-only show. <laughs> and, well, apparently they were listening. And let me tell you, this is not Bubble Guy. No? This is certainly one of the Wiggles giving us an idea of what the show will be like. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is the Wiggles. Hmm. It's FM. You should come to our show. Okay. Normally, we perform for children. Sure. But for one night only, we are going to sing for adults. 
Everybody's gonna leave with a big stuck up their butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle is what you might have to Great do to get it, get it out of there. But what if... Is that like a pre? It has to happen. Is that on the ticket? Like can you I buy just, a ticket? It says uh, disclaimer: If you come to the show, you're gonna get a huge. Can that not be a choice? In your butt. Can it be a choice? Yeah, it'd be a choice. Like you know, if if yeah. you want to, great. It's like something you can add to your combo at yeah. the at the movie theater. Can you like, yeah, do it? No, I'll get the popcorn. I get a large beverage, and yeah, I'll get the huge. Uh, <laughs> I'll get that. I'll get that. Put in my ass. Yeah. Can we just? Let people choose. <laughs> All right. Let's get some clippets. Great clippet. Adam and Joey, 305. All right. I found a couple, actually. Here's the first one. Man, I could really, I could go for another Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> could you, Adam? Ooh. <laughs> and then this. Might as well use these werewolf parts. Oh, my. What's he building? He's getting real sexy during Halloween, huh? What's he building? Frankenstein's Much like monster. the wi- it's yeah. the Wiggles show. Yeah. Part Wiggle, little werewolf, little Frankenstein. Got another one. Adam and Joey, clip it. Friday, October 22nd, 505, 506. Okay, found this. Three mermaids on their knees, topless. (laughs) What are they doing on that show? Joey has very specific tastes. Werewolf sex, Frankenstein sex, mermaid sex. On their knees? Mm. How? They got knees? It's <laughs> a great question. They got no knees, Joey Mermaids Bricks. got knees? I don't think so. I mean, not until they, you know, get onto land. You remember the virtual... I think it's pretty much fish from the belly button down, is it not? <laughs> I guess. I never explored. <laughs> that should be a wiggle song. <laughs> All fish from the belly button down. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> you have never seen the wiggles. I have not. <laughs> I have not. They never say that. <laughs> they don't say that? No. It's not like their catchphrase or something? No. Hmm. <laughs> we got one more. Hey, boys, clip it. October 22nd, 5.28 p.m., Joey Brick. Okay, well, I, this is the one I found. And he was working a flute with two. Oh, that's so, Adam there. Yeah, she said Joey Bricks. I, I didn't find one that was his. I think his, they were so. covering the story about the guy who got pulled over for yeah. playing the flute while driving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we got all that out of the way. Let's do... Oh, you know what, actually? Let's do... Uh, what if I say this? Quack. 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 Boys, I just seen a guy walking down the street in a Mighty Ducks jersey with banks written on the back. And I'm with my buddy, and I'm so disappointed I didn't yell cake eater. Yes. <laughs> I was about to yell at myself. Cake eater. Uh, nice. Look, I, coach, no pain. And he turns the stick over and the wrist injury in the right, second one. Oh, right. heck yeah. <laughs> Don't get too excited now. Dude, every time. Torked up. Every, there's, a, um, there's a Lids at the, the Lime, I think it's Lime Ridge Mall in Hamilton. Yeah. But they've got like more jerseys and stuff like that. There's a Conway 96 in there. And every time I walk by, not today. Yeah. Not today. I have seen a lot more Mighty Ducks jerseys in the last few years yeah. than I ever did as a kid. Yeah. Wasn't a huge thing I remember seeing as a kid. I just don't think they understood the level of merchandise that they yeah. could have. Like the nostalgia, mer- when right? When you merchandise something now, there's everything, right? Yeah. Like when those came out, like first one was what, like ninety two, ninety three, something, right? Yeah. In that era, yeah. Hit me at the right time, man. Holy, I'm just surprised they didn't sell more. Uh, okay, um, a sing along. 
We're going to sing along here. All right. From a very excited group of ladies. Getting into one. A lot of them there. I wonder if that was. You remember we had um, an email from a guy late last week who said they were doing an uh, adult scavenger hunt. Right. And that one of the things on the scavenger hunt was to call and leave a message on the machine. Maybe. I wonder if that was part of it. We call those woo girls. <laughs> Getting a group and woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of mimosas floating around mm. during those. Uh, you know what? Maybe this is from the scavenger hunt as well. Hi, I have a confession to make. I'm having a love affair with Batito Del Toro. He's just the love of my life. Batito? Uh, Benicio? And I just thought that I would share that. And he's just so great and such an amazing lover. Amazing. He's so pine coney. Pine coney? Uh, wonderful. Thank you. Pine coney? I've never heard anybody described as pine coney. Not in a positive way. No. He's saying he's filled with seeds. Oh, God. <laughs> Carl. This what? is a family show. It's a pine cone. This is a family show. You know, you know what pine cones do? They spread seeds, man. <laughs> a little science for you. Hold on, did you <laughs> did just I? say Carl Brown the Science Guy? Carl Brown the Science Guy. Carl Brown the Science Guy. All right. Nine zero five six eight two nine seven nine seven. You uh, you give the machine a call anytime. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, the Soper and Brown Show, ninety seven seven Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show, it's ninety seven seven Hits FM. Let's get to some mailbag. Y'all ready for this? Also, very exciting news. We just killed the flying suit. Yeah, baby. Our long nightmare is over. Holy. Thing is huge. The juice. I I know. The juice. I know. There's remnants. Guilty remnants. (laughs) Album title? Sure. Guilty remnants? Guilty remnants from... 105. 105. Band number 105. 105. Guilty Remnants, the first album from Tantric Habits. <laughs> Tantric Habits. <laughs> Sting is the uh, yeah, front man. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a solo man. project. Yeah. Monday mornings, we like to just go back over the mailbag. Anything we missed from the previous week through email, messages, all that kind of good yeah. stuff. Just put a bow and, and, and move forward. And, you know, I, I got a message. Actually, you know what? I want to end with that one. I want to end with the one. We talked about the cruise, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to end with that one because a very yeah. interesting one came in about that. Uh, Wolf, our buddy Wolf, mm-hmm. showed up on Friday with the T-shirt cannon. Yeah. Uh, which was a wild experience. <laughs> and you can see the video over at our Facebook page. Don't forget, show us your hits. We announced the winner on Friday. So if you haven't already entered, make sure you do. $1,000 up for grabs. So he gave us the T-shirt cannon, which now sits in the basement of the White House of Rock. Both of them. Yeah, true. You're right. You're and right. a compressor. Uh, message here said, boys, next up, some Somebody has to make you a Hits FM beer helmet, and I want to be that guy. <laughs> a beer helmet. Yeah, you know the classic beer yeah, helmets? Yeah, of course. So I don't know if he would. He said, I want to be that guy. Is he taking requests or 
Like, is he wanted? Is it going to be the typical kind of hat? Can we ask for a sombrero yeah. that holds more than two beers? <laughs> the, the cerveza sombrero, yeah. as opposed to the traditional beer helmet. Can we take the beer helmet to tie cats games? Yes Can or no? We take it to the dump to drink with the bears. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because is my there a God. bear helmet? Oh. Maybe this one will come with a face mask. I feel like the bear helmet will need to be like a football helmet, yeah. or should it be like what the back catchers wear in, in yeah, baseball? Something like that. Okay. With beer attachments. Yeah, obviously. But I'm glad you said be- uh, beers or beers at the dump. Bears, beers, dump, all that stuff. <laughs> the amount of people that messaged last week and this weekend yeah. about how they often go to the dump or yes. did growing up go yeah. to the dump. As entertainment. And just watch the Bears was crazy. Now, you and I have talked about the fun and value in a dump run. Yeah, it's great. We've made them together. They're fun. Yeah. It's a fun thing to do. You get rid of stuff. You get to push stuff off a ledge. Always a good time. Oh, yeah. Throw it from a bin at distance. Great, great. time. But never did I imagine to go there to watch <laughs> the Bears. Never until this past week. That's true. And so just let me read some of these messages here. Uh, boys, loved watching the Bears at the dump. Dad would take us there all the time. Uh, hey, Matt and Carl, my buddies and I used to sneak up, sneak into the dump. We would drink beers, and yes, we would watch the Bears. It was incredible. Uh-huh. Sometimes you get a little bit too close, but we always got out. Uh, guys, we used to go to watch the raccoons at the dump, and every once in a while we'd get lucky enough to see a bear or two. It was a great time. You get lucky enough. I can't even. We drank beers with the bears that were hanging out at the dump. <laughs> When uh, when you yeah, and I uh, lived in the same town in uh, in in Squamish, it's one of the uh, like bald eagle capitals. Right? Yeah. People who want to come and see bald eagles go there. Yeah. It's like a nesting habitat for them. The tourists who come through and go, oh, where where do I go to see them? They stop with, at the restaurant. Where do I? You know, it's like okay, well, there's like there's like spots. And I'm like, if you really want to see a high concentration of them, I'm gonna show you where Landfill Road is <laughs> because <laughs> truly, yeah. that's where the most were. Now, it's not there. the most beautiful setting to see them in, but if you're looking for there. volume per capita of eagles, <laughs> the dump? Eh. And apparently it's the same thing for bears. So, uh, what was it? it was Ricky. Ricky used to give us that story, right, Ricky? Hey, Rick. You're a beautiful man. <laughs> Chatted last week about the rules of eating food in the household with your partner. Right, yeah. Yeah, a the chocolate bar enters the house. Caramel scenario, yeah. yeah, we talked about it. You get something for your partner, how long before it becomes the house's chocolate bar. Right. More and more messages came in. A lot about leftovers, and and, and person here said, uh, Matt and Carl, I give you... 12 hours to eat any of the leftovers, whether it be pizza, Chinese food, anything. If I wake up in the morning and it's still there, fair game. I will fight you for it. It is mine. And if you're upset, that's your fault. You're upset. Came in from Corey. I'm sure that goes over well all the time, Corey. (laughs) If you're upset, it's your fault. Real smooth. (laughs) Real smooth. Uh, Another person here said, Matt, you're a monster. You buy a chocolate bar. It is that person's chocolate bar forever. Even if they leave it there for two years, you can't eat it. That's just asinine. That's crazy. It's asinine. You keep a chocolate bar in the cupboard for two years? That's asinine. They even good? 13 days was even a lot. Probably still good. 13 days was a lot. Yeah. You've given up your time. Again, as you said, if you didn't say a word about it, in your wife's mind, that bar no longer exists. Exactly. So I'm getting that. Didn't even uh, exist. Uh, question. Here's a good one. It's not even a thing. About about the eating thing. Uh, this one uh, came in from Aiden. I said, guys, you were talking about sharing food when it comes to uh, sharing stuff when it comes to food. What about beer? 
I buy a couple of nice beers for myself, mm-hmm. my wife drinks them or wants to drink them. Mm. How long before they become house beers? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. Because I'm I'm that way. I, now, I don't have beer competition in my household. Yeah. My wife doesn't. Now, let's say you do. If I did. Let's say you do. A couple of nice, you know, craft beers, whatever. See, now, if there's a six-pack of Coors Light and you help yourself to one in the fridge, I don't care that much. No, no. We're talking now, if the I've nice, t- Yeah, if I've beers. taken the time to select a couple of crafts that I want to sit down Is that down different? Sam, a little bit different. It's different than just a standard, mm. hey, I took a Miller off you. I'll hit you up next time. No, talking straight We're craft to- beers yeah, here. That's different. Because I selected that. Is it a no-go ever? It's not a no-go ever, but it's definitely a permission thing. Yeah? Yeah. Shoot me a text if you want it. Yeah? Yeah. Can't just take it. I don't think so. Well, you used to see Carl's brain turning right now. <laughs> I wish you could see, like, he is, like, concerned. I'm turning because I don't have any beer competition in my household. Yeah. So I'm like, no one would take my beer. But, like, now ever. the thought of it happening? I went, th- actually, I went this weekend and, yeah. like, filled a fly. Like, I hadn't been out to see, like, the seasonal stuff at the LCBO in a yeah. bit. Saw a couple ideas for you for Christmas. Oh, Got some yeah. ideas. Oh, do yeah, a little okay. pre-shop. Okay. Um, and I was, you know, put a but I loaded the fridge, yeah. like, to the door, loaded the beverage fridge. Yeah, and I was, like, yeah. all proud of it and had a couple <laughs> out of there. And I'm thinking about somebody coming in and taking one of those right now? I'm like, getting off my lawn. Yeah, yeah, you should see him. He's getting hey, squirrely in his chair right mine. now. Okay, uh, last one here, and then we'll get to Shelby. Still the tight jeans, actually. That's why I'm moving around. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Laundry day. <laughs> uh, one more, and we'll get to Shelby. We talked about that nine-month cruise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is from uh, was a Caribbean, uh, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line. Yeah. And taking a nine-month cruise. Uh, it's going to touch uh, every continent. It's 150, I think it's 150 stops, 65 countries, 12 wonders of the world. It's insane. 270 days. 60 grand is the, uh, is kind of the, (laughs) that gets you a cabin. Mm -hmm. I don't think we think that gets you a nice cabin. It gets you on the boat. Yeah. You still might have to do some work. So one of the things you brought up was how many people are going to die on this? Again, we said how, you know, the, uh, the average age of people who would take this cruise being that it's a nine-month commitment, is certainly going to be north of retirement age. Cruises tend to, you know, lean older anyways. You want to hear this message from Alisa? Please. Alicia says, Matt, Carl, I've been on two cruises in my life. Mm-hmm. Twice, or both times, somebody has died on that cruise. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe, yes, multiple people will die. And... On a nine-month cruise? And... I would take the over on Carl's number. I think four and a half is you, what I you said You said it at four and a half. Four and a half. She's been on two cruises. Two cruises. The boat is huge. And people have died. Massive. Would you stop going on cruises? I mean. If you went on two and somebody died on both. Isn't it a weird part to like kind of write that into the expectations? Yeah. Like, look, the folks who come on this thing may be 90 or more. Yeah. And they may not leave this boat. Yeah. Ooh. I think I'd stop going on cruises. I'd be afraid I'd be number three. I haven't started, so I don't know how to stop yeah, just yet. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can email the show anytime. Brown at hitsfm.com. Soper at hitsfm.com. We're getting to Shelby after Black Keys. Hits FM. Hits FM headlines with Shelby Knox. All right, Shelby. Let's start with Ontario. It looks like they're going to be uh, lifting capacity limits. And I think as of today, is that the plan? Yes. As of today, what you will see is that capacity limits at places that have the proof of vaccination system in place will be able to lift those limits. So that's restaurants, that's gyms, casinos, 
as long as they have that proof of vaccination system in place, lift off those capacity limits. Now, this also means that places like barbershops and salons can opt into the proof of vaccination system before they didn't need it. But if they choose to implement it, they can also lift the capacity limitations. However, this does not apply at places where you get medical help, at places where you buy medical supplies, or at grocery stores, because those are all considered essential services, so they can't implement the proof of vaccination system. Gotcha. Oh, oh go ahead. sorry, I thought you were taking this. <laughs> I, was just, I was just confirming. Uh, Shelby, uh, there was uh, a, a celebrity uh, who, ba- who passed away. Yeah, you can see a celebrity known for one role so specifically that when I read his actual name to my wife, she said, who's that? Yeah. Yes. She didn't know who James Michael Tyler was. No. James Michael Tyler might not strike a chord for a lot of people, but... He's known as Gunther. Gunther would uh, would certainly strike a chord. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, passed away over the weekend. He actually passed away yesterday at his home in L.A. He had prostate cancer. He was Mm. first diagnosed in 2018, so uh, he has now passed away. You've got some of the cast of Friends... Uh, posting on social media how much they're going to miss him. But when you look at his IMDb, when Mm -hmm. you look at his body of work, I mean, it really is sort of just friends. He was on Just Shoot Me and Sabrina the Teenage Witch in sort of walk-on roles before he was on Friends. Then he was on one episode of Scrubs. And then after that, it's kind of like, all right, he was in the friends, the one with the trivia, which is a video game and, you know, the friends <laughs> reunion. And that's, yeah. that's kind of it. I wonder. He, was, he ran Central Perk. That was yeah. his thing. I wonder if, because some celebrities don't like to be, you know, pigeonholed and like, no, no, I'm, and some just totally dive in and go, I'm yeah, Gunther. I wonder sure. if he was embarrassed by it or totally just went, I'm Gunther and I'm happy to make that money. Like, I, I wonder mean, the residuals way. alone. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I, like, I wonder if he just like was like, I did this role. I it would was love great. That, right? And now I have residuals for years and years and years coming mm-hmm. in, and I can live a comfortable life until hopefully he you know, did. Unfortunately, passing yeah. away too young. That's too bad. I'm but, pretty sure he was just, I shouldn't say just a barista, but he was a barista when he was cast. He was just like, oh, yeah, sure. I can play a barista. I yeah. am a barista. And Perfect. that's when he got cast in Friends. Uh, <laughs> he did do a few things after Friends, but it's it's mainly short films yeah. like Live uh, With It and it, Keeping Up With The Downs. Everybody's uttering the same thing this morning. It's, oh, you heard Gunther died. Gunther. Like, that's, what he, yeah. that's what everyone is saying, right? It's, what a great side role. Yeah, you no. just defined him. Yeah. Before we let you go, tell us the story about Harrison Ford losing his credit card. Yeah. So have you ever heard that like moral quandary where they're like, okay, what would you do if you found mm-hmm. a wallet on the ground? Would you return it or would you take the cash in it? Of course, yeah. 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 An age old question. Uh, but apparently uh, one person would return it even if it belonged to a celebrity. Harrison Ford lost his credit card in Sicily, but a German tourist found it. And the card does have Harrison Ford's name on it. Wow. So unless the German tourist didn't know who Harrison Ford was, they <laughs> knew who the card belonged to. And they actually turned it into the police. I wonder if you would even like it says like if it says Harrison Ford on a credit card, would you actually believe it was that Harrison Ford? No, like, there I don't has, think I would. There has to be more than one, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I would it's just a credit card. Like, it has to be. Yeah, I would just be like, oh, that's a coincidence. There's another Harrison Ford that happens to be in Sicily right yeah. now and turn the card over. And it turns out it's Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you Would you not have that one moment where you're like, I feel like in the spirit. <laughs> Of on solo in Indiana Jones. Yeah. I need to claim a little bit of yeah. this for myself. Yeah, no, it's a good point. I wonder if you would uh 
Like, like I would make it like a, a mission to return it. Like, can I see him personally? Yeah. Can I return it to him myself? Yeah, let me. That'd be the end of my trip in Sicily. We'd yeah. now be hunting Harrison Ford for the rest You're of the time. You're not getting it back until I get to, oh, I'm arrested? Okay. Oh. <laughs> this man stalked me. He also returned your credit card. Yeah. Get this pleb away from me. <laughs> Shelby, appreciate it. We'll chat tomorrow, all right? Sounds good. This is CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton, an iHeartRadio station. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. It's 804, Monday morning. Did you just tell me your wife just discovered that ACDC song? <laughs> yeah. Long way like, to the top? Like last week in the show or something. She's like, you I never heard that? Not an ACDC household she grew up in, I guess. And she's like, what is, the, I think the bagpipe screeching was maybe yeah. not her favorite I just love that. How is that never? How did you, you know, make it this far? Like, I know. When was that, when was that one released? Long way to the top? Yeah. 80s? I was just going to say, like, it's an, like. Yeah. It's, it's, it's over 30 years old for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That's really Get funny. a release date? I'm looking here. Uh, no, I can't find it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a long Been time around ago. around for a while. Long time ago. <laughs> hey, before we move along, you know, mm-hmm. we were talking about Harrison Ford. Uh, and, and he had his credit card returned to him. Yeah. Did you see yesterday, Tom Brady, now playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. threw his 600th touchdown pass. To Mike Evans. He, he already broke the record. One of three that he threw to Mike Evans yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's very specific and true, yes. Um, <laughs> you ruined my Sunday. Oh, <laughs> oh, were you playing him in fantasy? Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was gotcha, one of the gotcha. poor schmucks against Mike Evans <laughs> yesterday. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, he threw the, uh, his 600th touchdown. No other quarterback has ever done this. No, of course. He already broke the record long ago, but this is number 600. So you would imagine that ball? Well, it's probably going to go. Worth in. something. It's going to Hall of Fame, yeah. whatever you take it. Mike Evans catches it, throws it to a fan of the Yeah, stands. he hands it off. I saw that. So yeah. during the broadcast, they yeah. put a camera on the guy, yeah. and they realize, oh, we're going to need that ball back. <laughs> so you see somebody goes over go. and tries long, to negotiate with them. Long way to the top release date, 1975. Oh, my God. <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah. A few years ago. <laughs> so this fan's got the 600 touchdown ball. Right. And you see now somebody from the Tampa Bay operations yeah. you know, I, management Somebody team. said to Mike Evans on the sideline, that was Tom 600. He goes, Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, no. So you see the negotiations start happening. Right, right, right. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. If you have Mm -hmm. the 600th touchdown ball, first time it's ever happened, Tom Brady, probably the greatest quarterback's ever played. You have the ball. You have the ball. This ball is worth, what do you think? Like, so... Brady merchandise is up yeah. there with like Kobe merchandise is up there with like LeBron merchandise and game used items go for a ton of 600th ball like this that. This never happened. I'm talking like I think at auction that goes for like north of $200,000. So I'm not I'm not joking. You're sitting there. Like 600th signed and authenticated by Tom goes Yeah. Well this yeah. wouldn't be signed well, but yeah. still, right? Sure. Yeah. You're holding a lot of money in yeah. your hands. Mm-hmm. So you would think that that would come. That would go past through your brain. Okay. Well, if you want this back, you're gonna have to work for it. Isn't that what you would think? Because that's what I would think. To give you an example, uh, Barry Bonds' record-breaking 756 home run ball yeah. at auction, uh, 752 thousand dollars. Like. Yeah. So he's got the 600 ball, the touchdown. It's worth a lot. It is worth something. And that's Absolutely. what we go through my head. Yeah. Okay, you want this back. Yeah, which is fine. I'm and, willing to trade. And we will negotiate. Yeah. But not here. So I'm not giving it back to you right now. What 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 are you looking for? Hmm. Minimal. 
yeah. for that? Yeah. If I'm a Tampa fan, were they were they at home yesterday? Yeah. And they're at home. Yeah. Uh, and he was a Tampa fan. He's wearing a Tampa jersey. I'm looking for seasons, yeah. like season tickets, yeah, for sure. Maybe in those spots. Yeah. Uh, I am definitely looking for some game worn and signed merch. That's from, where from I Tom. went with this. Yeah. I want, like, not the jersey from that game. Doesn't have to be a record setting yeah. jersey, but I'm wanting a game used Tom Brady jersey, yeah. signed, framed, one of those shadow boxes, yeah. and seasons. That's where we're starting. Okay, fair. That's a start. That's fair. It's, That's it's where we start. Hefty, hefty start, but That's where I we agree. Start. And because also, the more longer you hold it, yeah. and you walk away with it, they want that to, becomes national news, they want, which is good for you. They want that thing in the Hall of Fame yesterday. Yeah. Right? They want like Tom to sign that thing, authentication, photo, straight to Canton. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Right? There, there's an urgency on their part to make that deal. You leaving with the ball mm. only helps yep. your cause. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, once, this- they, once they have it in hand... I was going to say some kind of game-worn merchandise that's signed. Like, I want a, I want a helmet or a dress. That's where I was going to go. Mm-hmm. This guy, he traded it for another ball. Yeah. Tom signed some other ball, and they just gave it gave it back. That is such Ter- terrible, terrible a missed opportunity on this guy's part. Awful negotiation. What are you sitting there going, ah, oh, it's Tom Brady. I got to respect. No. Don't do it there. Pal? Take me, take me to a, a suite or something somewhere. I'm not doing it here yeah. with fifty thousand fans in my back. Go give it to him. No, hey, yeah, give it to Tommy. You get no. Shut up. I've got something here. Money. I got leverage. I want. Yeah, you do. Leverage. Oh, you've got to walk away. What are you doing? I know. I know. Oh, I was so, and I was just, I was reminded during the Harrison Ford yeah. thing there. I was like. Returning it and giving it up is fine, but man, you had leverage. You and I gave something up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. An idea, which might be worth something. And I'm going to tell you right now, I got an email this weekend. You and I did a great service for someone. Did we? This is a great email. I'm going to share it with you shortly after Billy Talon here. All right. Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Before we move forward, we're talking about the Tom Brady football. Yeah. Everybody is in agreement that, yeah, like, I want to meet Brady. I want tickets. I want signed memorabilia. The guy said, I want want an all-expenses-paid trip to the Super Bowl, and I want to hand it back to Tom personally. There you go. Great. Start there. And I want to throw the first pass. (laughs) And? I get to run a play. The last pass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Five (laughs) yards for the win. Tom Brady should be a... Who are they trying? Carl Brown. Winded running into the huddle. <laughs> Who, boys? I got to tell you. Uh, Bruce, Arians, you going to call a timeout? Where's G- oh, where's, please. Where's Gio Bernard? This is going to be a check down. <laughs> <laughs> One person that they want to date with Giselle. No, that's asking a lot. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, there's. I think there is a reasonable request for what you should receive there. Yeah. Absolutely. You and I were looking up some Brady merchandise. Well, so, because he ended up getting a signed ball in return. Right. A signed Tom Brady football. You can right now yeah. bid on it. Not game used, just nope. a football that that man put a pen on. Twenty one thousand. One was just sold for twenty one thousand. I was looking at a pair of cleats, uh, game used cleats, fifty seven grand. There's most, money to be made here. Most of his jerseys, if it's game used and signed, north of two hundred. I want a cu- I want a couple of things. I'm yeah. making money off this. Yeah. Or I'm hanging something in my house that is an absolute piece that later sure. in life, if I'm going to, whatever. Sure. I want something. I want an investment Damn. from this. Yeah. Right. You got leverage. Now, speaking of investments, yeah. you were just mentioning a few minutes ago that we may have hooked a student up with a big time investment. I got a note. Uh, this came in yesterday. Email came in yesterday uh, from Tyler. Tyler. And he said, I wanted to tell you guys that I stole 
your million-dollar idea. Oh, yeah, thief. Remember, you and I were talking a few weeks ago about when you would get a scam call. And we said there should be an app that you develop that if you actually get through to a person, you can press a combination of buttons and it would send a piercing noise through the phone. So we called it Hang Up Loud. Yeah, Hang Up Loud. And it was because you used to, when you were angry at somebody, you You could slam the phone down. Yeah, which you can't do now. You just, just, you know, you get a scam call, you, oh, whatever, it's number spoofed and you hang up and you move on with your day. So you hit the app. This would, you know, if you press one to talk to someone and somebody comes on and goes, hey, yeah, your social insurance Uh, number is been whatever yeah the screaming goat or whatever right, yeah, like until something. they just yeah. over and over again and- something like that that would be so either annoying even painful yeah that you get put on the no call list the ever rare no call hang list. up loud that's what the app was called tyler said this past weekend i was in a workshop for school and one of the tasks we had was to come up with an original idea, and the best idea, it was like a Shark Tank kind of like scenario, would win uh, a prize from uh, the venture capitalists along with a 50% share of the business. That's the scenario they were putting okay. in this workshop, right? Bit of a team thing. He said, I stole your idea of using an app that would play uh, random sound effects when you receive a scam call. We called the product Ducked Off. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Of the 24 available votes from his peers, they received 11 of 24. The next highest was six. Oh, so they won? They won the thing. Hell yeah! So that wasn't for real money, but it was about performance, management, understanding strategies, mission, vision statements. Either way, I wanted to thank you guys. Otherwise, we might have failed because nobody had a great idea. Tyler! Tyler! We got you, pal. Soper and Brown Bump. To Tyler's GPA. <laughs> Hold on. We're bumping grades We're now? We're bumping grades. Look, Tyler, I just want you to know if you do go forward with that, you legally have to give us something. If you ever say that you can't learn something from the Soper and Brown show, let Tyler be a glowing example. I want a signed football from Tyler in return. <laughs> I want to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tyler? Tyler? If you do this, you have to buy tickets to the Super Bowl, all right? <laughs> Soper and Brown show? 97.7 hits FM. Uh, another person just messaged and said, uh, was you guys writing a paper for me? Uh, and I've got a theory paper that needs to be done. Do you guys write papers or just give out ideas? Uh, we're kind of idea guys. Yeah, yeah, the execution well, yeah. is uh, sort of uh, <laughs> sort of on you there. Yeah, yeah. You've got something in your hand. Now, we... Uh, in our return to the my return to the office, at least, uh, mm-hmm. it's been fun to kind of get reacquainted with the White House of Rock. Yeah. I found something the other day downstairs near the workspace that I kind of go and use after the show. And I kind of looked at it. I showed it to you. And you said, give it to me. Yeah. I'm not going to let you look at that. What I found is a it's a pullout from a newspaper. It's the star. It's the star? Yeah. Dated. Oh, sorry. The Toronto Sun. Dated January 2nd. 1988. That's right. January 2nd, 1988. This newspaper right now, I hold in my hand. It's older than you. That's right. It's older than my wife. It sits right here. Yeah. And there's some great stuff here. Uh, It's got stuff about music, entertainment. Yep. But what it does have in there. By the way, uh great guess here. Okay. This one is not going to be part of it. All right. Hit me up. The best of 87. They did the top 87 albums. Albums? What was the top album from 1987? 87 feels like... Uh, I don't know if this is record sales or just votes or okay. what they... Th- I have no idea. So just according to this, just take a guess. Duran Duran. 
I don't see any Duran Duran. I don't know if Duran Duran had a release in 87. Yeah. I'm guessing. Number one, U2. Joshua Joshua Tree. Tree. Makes sense. U2 Joshua Tree. Yeah. Number two is New Order from Substance. Mm -hmm. Number three, REM Document. Number four, Depeche Mode. Number five is The Cult. Good year. Blue Rodeo making the top ten in there. REM Document's a great album. Now, so in there it's about music. It's about entertainment. Yeah. There's also a great little uh, flyer in here from... The unbeatable Boxing Day deals. <laughs> Boxing Week sales the still main, ongoing. The main event. Oh baby, is what the deal is what the deal was called from Multi Tech Warehouse Direct. <laughs> I have a Multi Tech Warehouse Direct. You heard me. Okay. I have a ton of items that were on sale. Okay. During this time of the year, from January second, nineteen eighty-eight. And I want to use it for our game this week for Carl versus the World. How do you want to do it? Give me a second to write all this out. We're going to play in about 10 minutes. Okay. Okay? But uh, just get ready to have a little guessing game with us, okay? Okay. Hey, 7-7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. All right. We got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw today. And for Carl vs. the World, I want to do something a little different. Carl, you found a newspaper from the Toronto Sun. Yep. January 2nd, 1988. That's right. That's when this went on sale. The first paper of the year. That was 1988. Good year. And in this paper, just different stories, different headlines, entertainment, music stuff. But then, of course... Different advertising. The ads, Mm -hmm. which is what stuck out to me the most. Yeah. I got a ton of ads from different sales... From January 2nd, 1988. And and of what, course, was the, what was the name of the the electronics warehouse that you found? There's yeah, like a two-page yeah. spread of deals yeah. in here from this thing. It's their Boxing Week sale. The the main event, unbeatable Boxing Day deals at yeah. unbelievable prices. Yeah. The final day. Uh-huh. The final round. Oh, you got to get in there. Sorry, they call it. The yeah. final round. Have to get in there. Hurry, it's your last chance to save. In 87. These 87 leftovers have to go. From Multitech Warehouse Direct. Multitech. We're going to MWD. Brilliant. So, I have a bunch of items, mm. and we're going to do a little guessing game. Okay. You versus a Hits Nation member. I'll give you an item, Okay. and I want you to guess a price. Straight up guess the price. That's right. And I've got, like, for some of them, I'll say, you got to get it within 100. Okay. For some, I'll say, get it in 250. All right. We're just going to see how you can do. Okay. Fun. If you want to play Carl and have a chance to win uh, vouchers for this Lotto Max draw, 905-688-9797. Let's take caller 8 right now. It's 97.7 Hits FM with the Soper and Brown Show and Carl Brown. Let's do this thing. Yeah, man. I have in my hand a newspaper. In that very hand. The Toronto Sun. January 2nd, 1988. Found in the basement of the White House of Rock. Still in very good shape. It's not bad, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Carl versus the world. We're going to use that for a game this week. Just uh, something on the fly here. You're going to be battling on behalf of Jay and Pelham today. Jay and Pelham. And you're looking to take down Greg in Brantford. Greg, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you? Fantastic, man. So, Toronto Sun from January 2nd, 1988. Do you think you would have read it? Uh, no. <laughs> I figured as much. Greg, were you in the market for any electronics in the winter of 88? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's five. So, yeah. Five, yeah. No, five? you needed okay. them. You needed them. Yeah, it's okay. By the way, the uh, top headline is, Honesty is a shocker as uh, a teenager returns wallet with $475 oh, in look it. look at that. Incredible. Good deal. Uh, that was front page news? Front page news. Okay. 
Uh, I assume then you never shopped at Multitech Warehouse Direct. Absolutely not. Yeah, all right. Somebody in the text box did. Oh, okay. I got a message here and said, uh, I remember Multitech. Bought my <laughs> first CD player for my home stereo there using my paper room money. Incredible. Oof. Well, I have a bunch of items, and for different ones, I'm gonna you're going to give me a guess, and I'll give you a range that you can get it in. If you hit that, you'll get a point. If you don't, then you won't get a point. Three each, and then we'll go to a lightning round uh, at the end of it. So you want to go first or second, Gregory? I'll go first, first, I guess. Going first? Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Kicking things off. Ballsy. So your first item, Greg. I have an RCA VHS stereo VCR. Ooh. 1988. What did that go for? And you have to get this within $100. $30. You think it was 30 Yeah. Oh, Greg, that is. <laughs> VCR at the time. Yeah. Very expensive, right? $488. That's right. $488. So that may give you a bit of a give you a bit of an idea of what we're looking at here. Okay. Uh, Carl, your first one. I have a touch control microwave with memory. With memory? With memory. What does that mean? Got to get it within 100. <laughs> within 100 for a uh, touch microwave with memory. I'm going to say... $275. Correct answer is $222, oh, which yeah. means incredible. Ballpark. Ballpark. Okay, point for you at the gate. Greg, let's see if we can get you one here, man. An RCA 21-inch remote control color TV. Mm, 21 inches? Remote control color TV. 21-inch boob tube. What do you got, Greg? Weighed 600 pounds. Oh, yeah. What's the range between... The what, sorry? The range. The, what do you need the to get range. Oh, pardon me. Sorry. Um, again, $100. Within $100. Let's go 200 $200? Yeah. Oh, man. five eighty eight. Five eighty eight for a Five eighty eight for a 21-inch That's color right. with a remote. How the heck is a microwave only $200? Five hundred and eighty eight. All right. Carl, I, secure the win here, man. Chance for secure a sweep. Secure the win. Ready. I have a Kenwood. 110-watt remote control stereo. <laughs> Comes with two stand-up speakers. Okay, so speakers and stereo. I'm assuming it's got the receiver. Within $100. And it has a remote? And a remote. Oh, man. $460. Correct answer is $666. $666. Worth every penny. All right, you're still alive, Greg. 666. That's right. I have an AM-FM cassette car stereo that you would use to listen to Hits FM. Yeah, at the time. You got to get this within $50. 50 dollars um, I'm going to say 200 bucks again. 200 Oh, Greg. Oh, Gregory. 88 was not your year, pal. And yeah, that's an 88, but that was also the price. $88. 88 bucks. 88 bucks. Oh, so now that is cheaper than I would have AM, guessed. FM cassette car stereo. So, unfortunately, you went O for Greg. We're going to have to cut you loose, pal. I said. All right, man. Try us again Thanks, tomorrow Greg. if you like. Man, tougher than I would have thought. Yeah. Right. Let's ask Jay the last one. See yeah, if you okay. Got that's it. not bad. Jay, yeah. congrats, buddy. You got the big win. Right on. Congratulations on that. Now, yeah, here, let me give you one to see how you would have done, okay? 
You bet. Just for fun here, Jay. Just, yeah, yeah. We're not going to steal the prize. We're not going to steal the prize from you in any way. Jay, were you in the uh, were you in the market for uh, electronics in '88? Yeah. 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 Bought my first uh, Technique stereo. Oh, okay. From, All right. From Multitech Warehouse Direct. No. Uh, <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Uh, okay, so for you, I have a compact, compact vinyl record player. Oh. Compact vinyl record player. Got to get, I don't know. Just give me a price. For me? Give yeah. me a price, yeah. Compact, eh? That makes it a little more. Buck 89. Buck 89? Had yep. I given it to him within 100, mm-hmm. he would have got it because it's $99. Oh. $99. It's borderline, but he's in so there. I would, we would have given you that one, man. So congratulations. I mean, hey, you just had to sit there, and, and Carl had to get just one for you, but he did it. <laughs> you got $100 of the vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. I'm not sure I would have got two. So. Yeah. Ooh. Congrats, <laughs> pal. Stay on the line with us, okay? The Silver and Brown Show. That was a little tougher than I uh, expected it to be. Well, you see, prices have changed somewhat <laughs> yeah. in the last uh, 33 years on electronics and the such. Although, I don't buy it. Like, I kind of have the electronics I have, yeah. and I'm not like, like, I buy a new PlayStation eventually, but like, yeah. I know what that costs, but... I don't know. Like, I don't know what I don't. Thing, I don't know man. what big stereo systems cost now. Like, I know what a Bluetooth speaker kind of costs. Yeah. I know because I was in the market and bought some, but I don't think I'd do that well on this if it was 2021. <laughs> Fair enough. I was initially throwing around the idea of giving you a price and saying, "Do you think that's over or under?" Okay. But I think it's way more interesting to see if you can ballpark what it. your thought process yeah. is to go a v- VCR. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I have in this paper. How much was the 21 inch color TV again? Oh, was uh, five. 88, I oh think, or something God. like that. So, <laughs> 21 inch. There's something like 588, yeah. Oh, we got to go to Greg's place. He's got the. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the 21 inch color. Oh, my God. He's got a remote. We don't have to get off the couch. Do you remember seeing a big, sc- a big screen TV as a kid? Oh, yeah. Like seeing somebody who had like a it's 50 insane. plus inch television. It's insane. The amount of space behind it that it took up. My buddy's house was the one that had the 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 big stand up one. Yeah. Right? But yeah. the one that if you stood at the wrong angle, the glare was all, you couldn't see oh, it. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> now sure. you can yeah. see it from everywhere, yeah, sure, right? Sure. You got to be straight on. But if you stood a little side, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Uh, you got to like shift over. Oh, yeah. now I can see. Now I'm there. <laughs> What a world. Games really changed. Yeah, man. Uh, so I have some more tomorrow from the electronics, but also on here, yep. I have stuff from Miracle Ultramart. Oh, One-stop oh, shopping for food and drugs. The Miracle. So I have some stuff from that. That's I have uh, I have a whole bunch of different ads in here, so we're going to do that all week. What a fun little discovery. All right. So. That's called using your environment, kids. <laughs> if any of you radio people hey. are listening. <laughs> We're handing out lessons left and right here. Oh, yeah. We already got some DNA. We got this here. Uh, You want to give away money now? All right. Sit on your ass for cash. Cash. $100. Need an A in your group project? Yeah. Need trivia ideas? $100. We need $100. Soper and Brown Show. We're here for you. Uh, So, uh, obviously, we had somebody. This is since, what, 1 o'clock? Since 1 o'clock on Friday. Yeah? Yeah. big winner? Derek. That's right. Derek hold on, hold on. You got everybody ready with the last name? Yes. Okay. The per- uh, person sitting in the green room right now is Derek Corot. Four hundred bucks. All right. Since one o'clock on Friday. That was great. <laughs> Perfect. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nine o'clock qualifier. Jesse Bazinet. Jesse Bazinet. I will say it's a tough one. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Sells blinds. Blinds for windows. Works at a cafe. There you go. 
905. Wait, no, not 905. Don't call us. Don't call here. You can call if you want, but you have to text us. (laughs) 977-977. You have nine minutes and seven seconds. This is... Soper and Brown Show 97.7 Hits FM. We're still looking for Jesse. Still looking for uh, Jesse uh, Bazinet. Bazinet, perhaps. B-A-Z-I-N-E-T. That's what we're looking for. Jesse. You have, what do we, it's like 310? All right. $100 if you text at 977-977. Speaking of text, we just got a message from Hap, a regular member of Hits Nation who messaged Mm -hmm. the show. Said he almost choked and died on Friday. On a sausage. Yeah. yeah. So he, like, l- literally started choking. Went blue. Passed out. out. Yeah. Woke up as he was getting loaded into the ambulance. Yeah, what are you doing, bud? He was dead. Did you chew your food, Hap? Slow down. In the words God. of me to Matt Soper all the time. Yeah. Slow down. Huh. Huh. And then when I slow down, he goes, oh, you got to speed up Would you pick it up? It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Never let you rest. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, like, yeah, just passed out. Jeez. You, that's insane. That's close, Hap. Close call. That is insane. And when I asked him, I said, well, what was that like? He said, oh, sausage was hot. <laughs> There's someone looking in our window from outside there. Oh. I'm just waiting for them to throw a T-shirt at us. It's not Wolf, is it? I don't know who it is. Are they filming something? What are they doing? There's weirdos outside our window. I mean, that's not unusual where we are, but <laughs> I'm just on high alert. <laughs> One of them has a clipboard. That's not good. Stop it. They look very official. No one's out there trying to cut the grass. <laughs> no one's being interrupted. I don't think anybody is. No. All right, there's no work being interrupted, so I'll <laughs> right. let them continue. Right. Good news is, Hap is alive. Yes. He's listening again. Yep. I wondered why he wasn't texting us on Friday. Yeah. He's alive, <laughs> and that's great. <laughs> that is great news. And we're still looking for Jesse. Jesse, you've got uh, buck 45 here, man. Time's ticking. Carl Brown, it appears the time has come and went. Jesse. Nothing doing. We'll never know what Jesse does for work. We'll never know. Never. Never. <laughs> he makes he, he makes blinds. You window know, blinds. You know who just won a hundred dollars? Who's that? Derek. That's right. Oh, Derek yeah. Caro. Oh yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> right, yeah. Shelby. That's right. <laughs> Derek is now up to uh, five hundred. Five hundred bucks. I think he's at five hundred dollars. Oh, are we gonna have a late record center? That'd be sweet. Because the top end, I think seven hundred is the top end. We've that had is, two yeah. people get to seven. Yep. Uh, but Derek, five hundred bucks oh because he was listening to Ashley's show on Friday. That's it. Texted and said, "My name is Derek." Hi. Hi. My name is Derek. <laughs> uh, last chance, by the way, this or last week, I should yeah. say. So if you haven't signed up already, it's the easiest money you can win. Hitsfm.com. Head there right now. All right. Now, speaking of winning, mm-hmm. we do have during open mic to give something away. Yeah, we got prizes this week. Oh, Hamilton yeah. Bulldogs hosting Ooh. the Barry Colts yeah. November 7th in Hamilton. We have got a pair of tickets for best the best question, question at 977-977. Send them in. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> got confused by Carl. You looked at me with alarm in your eyes. Well, so I thought you were waving at me. I was just moving So the... I quickly brought down the mics and was like, are you okay? <laughs> just moving the and mic over. And then you waited to answer me until, until I you put the, put mic, the back mic back up. up. Yeah. Would you like some questions? <laughs> I got a couple. Uh, we do have tickets to give away to see the Hamilton Bulldogs take on the Barry Colts. Yeah. November 7th. We're going right. to play around a best question. 977-977. Before we get to that. Yeah. We got a text uh, a half hour ago or so. Uh, somebody asking, said that, I've got an idea in my head, 
of what you guys look like. But I'm afraid to mm. look it up and mm. confirm it because it may shatter the idea. I'm like a porpoise. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> I did a fresh shave yesterday. I am very porpoisey today. Um, he said, I don't want to break the image I've got in my head. So you said, why don't you wager a guess? Okay. And we'll tell you yeah. if you'll be disappointed. Did he wager a guess? He did wager a guess. Also, very interesting, works as an undertaker. What? Yeah. I so love it's very demanding WrestleMania wor- matches. It's very demanding work. Uh, here it is from this text where he said, I feel like Soper would look like George from Seinfeld. <laughs> and Brown would look like Fraser. <laughs> from the show. Wow, (laughs) that's really funny. I give off Fraser vibes. Oh yeah, Fraser Crane vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I look. I've never been happier to say, well, I look better than George. Yeah. Whatever, whatever they had in their head, mm-hmm. I, that, I'm better than that, at least. Better than George. Right? I'm better than George Cassanza. You listen to the show, you don't follow us on Instagram? At Carl Brown 977 at Soper Radio, and you can go ahead and shatter your expectations. Yeah. Um, That's great. <laughs> George from Seinfeld, and obviously, Fraser Crane. <laughs> I kind of want him to keep the image. Yeah. You this, know what? Don't follow us, actually. <laughs> neither of them are close. No. They're not close. No. We just look like dudes. You That's sound you sound like Fraser. Oh, he's got a deep voice. <laughs> it's true, he does. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Sounds <laughs> 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 like a serial killer. Right, there's a little laughing yeah, on the end. Yeah, I know, but yours came off serial killer vibey. Fine. Uh, okay, questions. Yeah. Back to the point of this whole break. Right. Uh, who hits the target first? Wayne Gretzky shooting a three-pointer or Michael Jordan sniping a top corner target. Both players are in their prime. Jordan. Oh, I think it's Wayne. Yeah. I think Wayne hits a three before, like, if you put MJ on, like, one of those yeah. one of those mats that you have to stand on, right? You got a hockey stick in your hand. He's got to figure out the stick, the puck, how to, ra- how to raise a puck on no. ice. It's not automatic. Uh, yeah. Top corner? It has he, to be top like, corner? He's got one of those foam things hanging there, mm. and he's got to fire it. And, and Wayne's it. just a three? Wayne just got to shoot a three. Uh, I thought he just had to get it in. I, I misheard no. what you said there. Because you're right. It's a lot harder. But I feel like Michael Jordan is way more athletic. I agree. Wayner's I just, just a great hockey player. Yeah, I know. But, like, you know, Wayne at peak athleticism, you know, 5'10 or whatever, if you put him at the three-point line straight on, I think he gets it in, like, I don't know, 15 shots, 20 shots. Yeah, I mean, a three, hitting a three yeah. is easier to accidentally do yeah. than the puck. So then you're right. Rifling now, on top corner. You've got to figure out some right. mechanics there you're before right. you kind of get a grasp of it, right? You're right. Uh, you got to make a sandwich to serve to your favorite comedian. What are you making them? Uh, turkey. First off, who, who's the, who would you be serving this to? Oh, great question, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. I'm whipping together a sandwich for okay. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he, uh, you, and I, you and I have seen together, yeah, actually. Yeah, it was a great time. great time. What am I making Bill Burr? He, Bill, now, Bill is a good, he's a, he's a baker. Old, oh, yeah? Billy, old Billy Redface is a baker. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He loves to bake. So I would I would probably stay away from that game because that's his oh. that's his go-to. I don't know who I'm making it for. That I can't answer for mm-hmm. you. But the sandwich is turkey, yeah. bacon, lettuce and tomato, yeah. cucumber, mayo on one side, mm-hmm. smash up avocado on the other. Interesting. That's what I'm making. No mustard in there. I know. On a toast. Like a sandwich on, that on needs a, a mustard. And some toasted bread. Mm. Mm. 
Uh, Dave, who I'd like to make for my least favorite comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of sandwich would you serve Bill Cosby? Yeah. No, it's just a knife in between two pieces of bread. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, you're banned from the public library. What is the reason? I was serving <laughs> What? <laughs> you're banned from the public <laughs> library for what reason? Yelling, send, yelling send, at people, be like, "I'm not George Costanza." Sending threatening tweets to Bill Cosby. I was gonna say, I was gonna make a, <laughs> I was gonna make a knife and a sandwich joke, but it sounded too. Anyways, probably for watching wrestling on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, no, actually, it's a library. Yeah. I'm just existing and way too loud. Yeah, way too loud. You shut, sir. Up. This is a library, please. Uh, if you could own any sports team, which team would you own? Uh, the, uh, the Cowboys are the own the Cowboys well, mostly because they're the they're the uh, See, now, most pro- or, now um, for you I would take the Senators oh because then because, I could get Melnick out of there well, the Cowboys ownership is in good shape yeah they're moving in the right direction you're you're a Liverpool fan everything right. seems to be going you're well right, there actually I'm going for my favorite team that desperately needs new direction obviously yeah. I'm going for the Vancouver Canucks yeah, I'll go with the Ottawa Senators yeah I'm gonna spit on John Wisebrod it's gonna be fun. Uh, I don't know what that means. He does something. Okay. Nobody knows what. Uh, if your pet could talk, what is the one thing they could say that would completely ruin your image? It would be, you know, I watch you when you do that. Yeah. What? <laughs> that oh, no. A, oh, no. I'm aware, and I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Uh. You don't take me for enough walks, Fatty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like exercise, unlike you. It would be, you know, you better be taking me for a walk, or I will be telling her what you watched. You understand me? I know. I know. And like when that guy threatened to sell my porn, my oh, masturbation that's right. face, yeah. the dog would be like, it is as weird as you think. Yeah, it's worse. Oh. It's worse. I need to uh, film myself. I still haven't done that. It's true. Yeah. Something for the personal yeah. records. I can do that for you tomorrow. What do you like? Oh, I think the dog one's pretty funny. Yeah. I think the sandwich one is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sandwich or dog, you choose. We're going sandwich. All right. Get us your details. 977-977. Stanza one and Fraser was pretty funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cleo, 977. It's a Soper and Brown show. People are now sending in. the What they thought we looked yeah, like. Texter came in. Yeah. Uh, a woman said, I have this idea of what I think you guys look like. Yeah. I don't want it to be shattered. She described me as George Costanza <laughs> and you as Fraser. Yeah. Green. <laughs> Just chose two TV characters. <laughs> from, the, from the mid to late 90s. Two awful TV characters. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> but, truly. No, you people. know what? I, neither of them close, but it was very, very funny, yeah. which is great. What is, is she, she's, so she's an undertaker. What and it says, What's yeah. her nickname? The uh, Slim Reapress? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's what she says she goes by. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. I like it. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, one, yeah, one person uh, said they thought I was a woman. For a year. I don't even, I don't understand that one myself. They said, they said, it's the voice. Is it? What do you think women sound like? Yeah. Not Matt. I, I was going to say, I've never, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I get excited. <laughs> that's, right? that's I'm genuine. Pretty, I'm pretty happy. Uh, yeah. I, is that what it is? <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know, dude. I, don't, I just I, don't know. That one I, I don't see personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. Can Let me, let me read this text yeah. here. When I first started listening to the show, mm-hmm. before I knew what you guys looked like, I expected Carl to be black and to look like the nutty professor. Like when he puts on the fat suit? I expected Matt to look like a 23-year-old scrawny dude who drives a lifted Duramax. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> he thought you looked like Nutty Professor? Nutty Professor. The Nutty Professor? Do I give off that vibe? Nutty Professor vibes? <laughs> Carl Brown, the nutty professor. That doesn't work. Oh. Science guy thing works way better. What's okay? What's worse in your opinion? Yeah, being told you like Fra- be Fraser mm-hmm. or the nutty professor. What's worse? <laughs> yes, Fraser. Is Fraser worse? <laughs> you don't mind being the nutty professor? Let me see if you guys really have the Burton or anything. Yeah, well, that's, that's yeah, that's fair. just because of how we act. Sure. That's, yeah, that's because we're in a secret relationship. And Bert's a collector. No, oh, is it? Well, really? Oh, the bottle caps, right? I don't know. Come on. I didn't really watch it. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there's Carl laughing. Sorry. I like Natalie and Milton says, I picture you as two muscular men. That's right. Have you seen our oil painting? <laughs> we are ripped, Carl. That's just, just go with that one, okay? Yeah, just Jack to the gills. Go with that one. Have you ever seen uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, like those guys. Just imagine if they had a baby. And we're 6'8". And they were twins. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7 Hits FM. I'm thoroughly enjoying the, the people sending in. The guesses of, of what they thought we looked like yeah. as a morning show and his partners here. Somebody said they pictured you as Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. Never seen it. Oh, that that Again. is a really, yeah, of course you wouldn't yeah. have, but wrong lover. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that was a really funny cartoon, like our cartoon movie though. Yeah. It's great. You're not Kronk though. No? I, so I don't want to tell you this, you're not Kronk. Fair. Just do me do me a favor. Somebody said uh, uh, yeah. earlier. I think you might, you and I might have said it before. The, the Timon and Pumbaa thing. That's uh, pretty on is, brand. If you're looking for a Disney comparison, yeah, yeah. Soper <laughs> is the meerkat. Me is the warthog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also for Natalie in Milton, she said yeah. uh, for the uh, painting. Yeah. She said I used a bodybuilder and a gladiator as reference. Nailed it. Absolutely. Nailed it. We are those men. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Peak masculinity. <laughs> Absolutely. So you get from the show. What we learned today. Yeah, what did we learn? Other than what we don't look like. Yeah. Uh, the Jeffley Hallows pumpkin hot sauce is making its way to us, hopefully. I spoke to the owner of the establishment. What did somebody just send in? I you- thought Carl looked like Peter Dinklage and Matt looked like Tommy Lee. Hell of a Peter show. Peter Dinklage? Yeah. You mean the small man from... Game of Thrones? Yes. How'd you get that? <laughs> How'd you get that? <laughs> That's remarkable. I'm Peter Dinklage? Uh-huh. Incredible. You're Guelph. Anyways, uh, what you, happened you, yeah. uh, you I tra- went to Guelph. You what? transported yourself back to college. You're playing flip flip. I was in a flip in a, cup tournament. In a in a garage in Guelph on the weekend. It was it incredible. Was at a kegger. They had chance. There was a trophy. <laughs> I didn't win, but oh. Uh, we learned that uh, the kid who caught Tom Brady's 600th touchdown ball. Doesn't know how to uh, Mike Evans, the receiver for Tampa Bay, tossed the thing into the stands. Young man uh, caught it. They brought him back, a signed ball, and he just tossed it right over. Uh, had some leverage there, but gave it up. I know about that one. Joe Swanson and Quagmire. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Finally, we learned that you and I might have uh, we might have given up our million dollar idea. Apparently, we got somebody in A though. Yeah, we got somebody in A in their uh, in their class project. That was Tyler Fit, who took our idea to have uh, an app on your phone that would play uh, annoying and or potentially damaging sound through your phone 
when telemarketers call. So you might be able to get yourself on that no-call list. And his class thought that was a great idea. So, Tyler, congrats to you, buddy. Happy we could provide it. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now we're getting somewhere. (laughs) I'm both of them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, send your ass for cash. It's the final week. Next chance to uh, have a, to win. I was going to say play, but I don't know. You're not really playing. You're not really doing there. anything. Yeah. You just, just sit there. Listen. <laughs> Next chance to have a, have a chance to win $100 is coming up uh, at 11 o'clock with Ashley. Right now. Derek. Currently sitting in the green room. Yeah. With 500? 500. Woo, he actually baby. won with Ashley on Friday. That's 1 right. o'clock on her show on Friday. Right, Still there. All right. Uh, so 11 o'clock is the next one. Sign up at hitsfm.com. Have a great rest of your Monday party, people. Fraser Peter, and Peter Dinklage. George Costanza. Signing off. <laughs> There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long. Just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.